so so uh, Deb is there fucking playing atomic handball. Uh, Billy comes in and he just <laughs> starts berating her. All, oh yeah. All, but her dad for, for her sh- her dad shows up. He's going out of town to <sighs> Las Vegas to get him Once to again, go to some conference. Dude, I cannot see her dad and not think of Rick Dukerman. I just can't. Especially that scene where Dukerman looks like he's trying to get into the room and he's getting all kind of like rapey with with the daughter character. Yes. It's just, it's insane. Yes. That fucking scary movie ruins Scream. Yep. Horribly. Yep. (laughs) Ruined it. Just ruined it. Destroys it. Destroys it. So he goes, off with you, Dad. Yeah. I'll stay in this big-ass house. By myself. By myself. Responsible dad. On the anniversary of my mom's (laughs) death. Yes, it makes perfect. No problem, Dad. Yes, the scriptwriter's like, and this will take place. Um, (laughs) So then Billy starts berating her. He's like, pretty much saying, why aren't you giving it up to me? Yeah. He's like, we started hot hot and heavy, and I ain't getting any any tail. You ain't getting no nipples. Nope. No nipples. No, but then you get the one of the... I hated this line. I always did. Hey, Billy. Would you settle for a PG-13 relationship? What's that? (laughs) How would you settle for a PG-13 relationship? (laughs) She's a bad actress because she has has the same look that those those watery eyes looking like puppy dog eye look. Yeah. In every, in every role scene. she plays, in every scene, is the is the. No matter how scared she is, <laughs> how happy she is, she just had sex with uh, Billy at the end of the movie. She looks just yeah. like it. There's no fucking glow. <laughs> no glow at all. She's on the verge of waterfalls. Oh. <laughs> it's just, just it's absurd. She's emo before emo existed. Pretty much. Emo before emo existed. So. Um, more emo than Elmo. Huh? Sorry. So so uh <laughs> so uh he has to go, um, but before he leaves, Nev did flash him some tipples. Tipples. <laughs> tipples, baby. <laughs> we don't get the flash though. No, which we is don't bullshit. get the flash. <laughs> Total bullshit, That's man. What I thought. Christ, do we even get any boobs in this no, movie? No, no. No, we didn't get no boobs. Not even uh, you know, Rose McGowan. <laughs> That would I mean, you know, her high beams are on the entire fucking fucking that, movie, though. That would have propelled the movie to one of the greatest horror movies of all time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we could have come down. Why is this pause? I don't, I don't know. Nope. It was one of those no cases where you, Souls. where you where you where you pause. <laughs> she comes down. You're scrambling for the remote control, but you can't find the oh, right Oh Jesus Christ, dude! I that would have uh, been me. I, I, do you want me to give you a story? Yes. Okay. I do. Early in the in the marriage, uh, well, I don't even know if we were married yet because we were still living on Castle Rock Court. So you weren't born yet, so we weren't married yet. Living on sunshine, and um, we're we're in there. She's pregnant with Trey. Oh yeah. Okay, so she's you know she's always at least when we first got married or when we first got together, she was the kind of person that got real pissed off if you didn't go to bed together. Like, she oh. wanted to go to bed, so that meant it was time for you to go to bed. Yes. Okay, I was the kind of person, at least back then, um, that would just stay up. Mm-hmm. I, I was up till 2 a.m., and then I got up at 5 the next morning and mm-hmm. went to work. So that was just kind of how I was um, until 
recently that was always true. Uh, so anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm watching TV and I'm, you know, different shit's coming on. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, she goes upstairs and she wants me to come up. And I was like, look, I'm watching TV. I don't feel like coming up. So, of course, I start just watching, you know, whatever the fuck comes on. It's not like I'm watching Skinamax or anything. It's just whatever's coming on. Right. Well, finally, do you remember the movie? I believe it was called Ninja Scrolls. Yeah, it was the anime. The anime. Yes. Okay. So that comes on, I guess, like Cinemax or or Showtime mm-hmm. late at night. Now, I don't know if you remember that movie. I don't bitch, yes. But there's a scene in that movie where there's a, a chick that gets split in half from, like, cunt to fucking throat, okay? <laughs> so it, it is just a really graphic scene where this guy starts fucking her to death and then just splits her in half okay well conveniently enough i guess the tv must have been just loud enough (laughs) that there's this whole fight scene going on but she conveniently walks down the stairs just as this guy this you know cartoon it's a fucking cartoon is just fucking the shit out of this chick and then slices her in half she got so pissed off at me Because she thought I'm up. She's pregnant. She's like six, seven months pregnant. She's miserable. She's miserable. And I'm upstairs. I'm I'm downstairs watching, you know, cartoon porn. (laughs) Dude, it it took weeks. Oh. It took weeks. Don't you hate that feeling? Don't don't you that is like a feeling. It's like this those first few moments that you're about to get in a fight with your wife. It's like it's unavoidable. It's, unavoidable. And it's hopelessness. Yeah, you're like you're like got it. You're just like I, on the inside, just like I didn't know what the what do you say because it's not like it was porn. Yeah, it's a very violent film, but and it has basically that one scene. Yeah, and she walks down during that one scene and sees it, and of course she's livid. Yeah, you can't explain it. You you're just you just no explanation. You're, you're just, just like, fucked. You're fucked. It's like you just wish at that point and be like, listen, it's not what you think. Please trust me. There's no use in fighting. But yeah. No. You, you have it, a pregnant wife who just pregnant saw you wife watching is not fucking rational at cartoon two a.m. Cartoon porn <laughs> at two o'clock you're, in the morning. Just, it's just it's one of those things where you just suck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's what I had to do for the next four or five days. I was kissing ass. You were um, you ran on chapstick. Went around mm-hmm. the Royal Pharma store, bought yourself six or seven, ran out the next day. So, mm. Yeah, that wasn't the story I was looking forward to sharing tonight. But there that's you go. a good story. I, I enjoyed that story. It's been it's been a while. Yeah, it's been since right. we talked about ejaculating the margarita uh, shampoo bottle, right? That's been yes. several weeks. <laughs> been a couple months. <laughs> Some people would say that. So uh, then we go uh, to the high school. It's like September was a blur. It was just completely. I couldn't. I just. I, I filled myself with the you know pumpkins. I don't. I don't know. I start drinking pumpkins um, in September. So yeah, like a treat. So now we you know we're, we're the next morning. It's we're in a we're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, supposedly in this like farm like not farm like community but like a. A country rural. community, rural, yes. rural country community, yeah. and then there is a a cadre of media outside of this high school. We're not just talking to one van. No, we're not talking. It's like it's L.A., but it, the whole fucking metroplex. 
I think it's a bit overkill, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense since they had a a brutal like rape murder the year yeah. before, and it's been like the one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. A book's about to come out about it. All this other jazz, and then you have two teenaged two teenagers getting killed yes. in the middle of the night. So it's not like but over the top. Go, why would you go to school? Why did they have school? I don't know. No, why would you? Well, hey, that's not. Why good. would why, they be at school? Why would they go to school? Why to get would the they... reaction from the high schoolers? Because that's the best reaction. I mean, think Heather's. Mm. I mean, you know, where did they go? They went to the high school and they talked to the, all the high schoolers. You know what scene I just thought about? I thought about the scene in Mallrats where where Joey Lawrence is in the dressing room. Joey Lauren Adams. Lauren Adams. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, what the what, fuck? Let's continue. <laughs> continue. Um, so, scene. yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, it is a wonderful scene. She's... she's oh. Yeah. I don't know. Was she straight? No, she was straight. I think her and Kevin Smith dated for a quite Oh, a long you're time. right. You're right. You're right. I think she put on some She did a... Um, she was in uh, uh, So Fucking What. Yeah. And she was hot as uh, balls in that movie. Voice. Mother God. Right out of a trailer Ridiculous. park. Ridiculous. Right out of a trailer park. Yeah, dude. And yeah. that voice, you're uh, right. I the mean, voice alone could yeah. get you hard. I fell in my park with Caitlin Brady when we were in high school. Physical nutrition. We had sex. Yeah, but not real sex. I moved to have that remark stricken from the record on account of it makes you come off as completely naive and infantile. Yeah. It was ridiculous. They They incubate... Joey Lauren Adams in trailer parks, Myrtle Beach. Probably. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely correct. But sometimes you don't mind a little dirt on your knees. <laughs> I'm comfortable with my sexuality. <laughs> so, so you said homosexual. So we're in, we're in the high school. There's like 18 different media fans. Yeah. Um, and that's when we're introduced to... Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox playing Gail Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that had to be... Well, obviously, they make a joke out of it later, but that is one of the most canned names ever. Yes, Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Like Stormy Weathers. Yes. And it was also in uh, Jingle All the Way, which we're covering in two months. The reporter in the parade is named Gail Storm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not surprising. Mm. That all those it, it, those weathermen names were like that for a little while yeah. back in the eighties. I don't think they do that shit anymore. But yeah. are you going to talk, boy? <laughs> uh, or are you just going to shift uncomfortably in the chair? I think I'll just shift uncomfortably in the chair. At least you're being honest. <coughs> so uh, this is when we're introduced to Rose McGowan yep. in this fantastic and her rack. <laughs> Racktastic, as I Jesus put it. Jesus Christ, Man. she was. Tremendously hot. Yeah, she dyed her hair blonde in this because she wanted to be uh, contrast. Because she that. just wanted to make me hard. It's exactly. That was the whole reason. That's the whole reason. I read. I saw the interview about why she did dyed her hair blonde. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you saw it a couple times. Oh yeah. So like just to get hard, get Paul hard. So they're they're talking about why. Uh, she could have been talking about you. <laughs> she could have. I didn't exist. She was thinking ahead. Ahead. Yeah, baby. So they're talking about Nev's like I, I you know, I uh sat next to her in class. Dumpy Nev Campbell. Dumpy 
Yeah. Talking Ned, about Drew Barrymore next to hot ass Rose, fucking Rose McGowan. Yeah, Ned looks dumpy. Next to Rose McGowan? Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. Mm. I don't know that anybody doesn't look dumpy. The way dumpy. I felt like when I was watching Wild Things. Next to Denise Richards, she looked dumpy. I know. Denise Richards. It, well, Back dude, in her prime. Ooh. Wow. I always liked Patricia Arquette, but then you put yeah. her in that movie with the... Uh, Oh shit! What was her name with on uh, Bound with um Bound? Jeez! What's her name? God damn it! I can't think of her fucking name. Bridget uh, Fonda. No, that was Point No Return. I'm sorry. It wasn't her. It was. I always thought Bridget Fonda was hot too. She was good looking. Yeah. Whatever happened to her? She kind of faded right after uh, Single White Female. Um, she gets a couple roles here and there, but she did Backdraft, and then she did. Uh, Single white female, and uh, then she did um, fuck the uh, Stephen King movie uh, where um, they threw the husband down the well. Oh no, I don't know. It's Kathy Bates, and she plays Kathy Bates' daughter, and know. Kathy Bates threw the abusive husband down the well. I don't know. It's a fucking great movie, and I can't think of the goddamn Have fun swimming, movie. I don't know. No, dude, you have to watch it. It's a great movie. Okay, so anyway. Anyway, so she played like a crack type of, you know, she was like a reporter who was all hopped up on shit, and she kind of lost her whole, like, cute factor mm-hmm. at that point, and I think that's where she her career just yeah, kind of just piddled away. And that, that's the problem. I mean, yeah. you, you talk Women. about, you talk about, you know, men running the entertainment. I mean, these women, Christ, dude, unless you... Now, they're, like I've said, we've said this before. I see your eyes rolling, you motherfucker. You don't want to talk about it? Fine. No, I'm just, just you're talking about how women, women, I mean, their looks, their looks tend to fall off a cliff they, faster than the men. But it's not just that. If you're not a great actress, you're not going to stick around. No, you're not. Yeah, once you're in your mid-30s, you're gone. You're gone unless you actually have talent. So, you know, but the, I think door. the flip side of that is is a lot of these women who didn't have the talent only got into it for the looks. Yeah. So, whereas the men kind of had to have talent mm-hmm. because, the, but at the, because, well, let's be honest. I mean... Harvey wasn't gay. Right. We're being honest. So anyway, she, I'd be gay for Rose McGowan so, if I were a woman. So Nev, goes, I think I need to get a, an operation, become a woman, just so I can be gay for Rose McGowan. There you go. Congratulations over there. I'm okay with my lesbianism onyx. So then, you know, Nev goes to class, <sighs> and there's an empty seat next to her. Why they would even have class at this point? Who knows. I don't know, dude. It seems asinine. It, She's looking over. That's where uh, Drew Barrymore sits. It doesn't. It doesn't. I but mean, Drew Barrymore's in the set of another movie, so she can't be there. The, when the when the kid committed suicide when I was in high school, they still had school the next day. Mm, different. Not murder. Would you even have known? I mean, are you going to shut down Baltimore City High School every time there's a murder? They can't do that. They never school. There you go. But there's a murder of a classmate. I mean, if there was a murder in the school, they'd probably shut it down. But if, like, one of your classmates was murdered, don't you think they would close school down for a day? I don't no. think 
You don't think so? No, it's, that's my point. They wouldn't, you know, I mean, like you said, there wouldn't be any school in Baltimore if that was the case. So they were introduced to the Fonz. And they weren't learning anything. They were just kind of waiting to be called to the office, for Christ's sakes. Because Fonz is there. Uh, Winkler is the principal, Hambury. And he's got the police officers there in the small town. One of them happens to be Deputy Dewey. I think is, this is one of Henry Winkler's first roles. Oh, it is? I mean, he had a couple movies, obviously. Uh, you know, he was he did Happy Days, and then he had a couple movies through the 80s. But he mm-hmm. kind of disappeared mm-hmm. until he did this role in Scream. And then he got picked up by Adam Sandler and started appearing in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Hmm. I guess you're right. I don't watch Adam Sandler movies. I know you don't. Too highbrow for that shit. Um, so Nev's called to uh, this, the, the office where Dewey and the other officers are questioning her, and they're kind of like really soft with her. Because you don't really know yet like what really happened, but her mom died like a year ago. A mm-hmm. um, couple of things down is... Uh, the high school scenes were originally supposed to be shot at Santa Rosa High School in Santa Rosa, California. Surprise, surprise. But despite getting prior approval, uh, the city board decided, nah, because they uh, had concerns about the glorified violence in there. Right. So it was eventually shot at a community center in uh, nearby Sonoma Valley, also known for its wine. Nowadays. Was this before or after Columbine? This was, uh, Columbine was in 92. 93, 94, 95. I think this was after Columbine. Yeah, yeah I thought it was, it was 95 was yeah, Columbine. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was after Columbine. But it would have been filmed right around the same time. Yes. Because, you know, usually it gets filmed about a year before yes, release. Right. Linda Blair, the star of The Exorcist, actually had a cameo as one of the reporters in this. Really? Yeah. I don't remember her. Yeah, she's also one of the reporters that confronted Dewey in his police car. Hmm. Yeah. So definitely next, didn't recognize definitely her. Definitely didn't recognize her. I was scene, too enamored with Paul Walker. I bet you were. So next scene, uh, the kids are just hanging out. Like the, 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 the stars of the show are hanging out. Yeah. And everybody's an ex- expert at horror movies. Like their entire world revolves around horror movies. Especially Skeet Ulrich and Stu. They're just like talking about, I, I don't know. But dude, that was me. That was me and Henry and somewhat you. Was yeah, but we didn't have Rose McGowan and Nev Campbell yeah, hanging out with us. No. We had like a freaking jar of Vaseline or something, so. you know? Uh, I mean, I always had a girlfriend. You usually had a girlfriend. I guess I did. Uh, yeah, you're right, Henry I did. usually had a lot of time alone. You take a knife and you slit him from groin to sternum. <laughs> hey, it's called tacky. Remember what? Hey, Stu, didn't you used to date Casey? Oh, shit. Like two seconds. Oh, Christ. He, kept, he ran a porn. Oh, no. <laughs> he kept it the entire week. He refused to take it back. Oh, and God. The overdue fee was like 150 bucks. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> he didn't want to take it back. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Sometimes me and the girl I was dating at the time, you know, we'd go out to the boardwalk. <laughs> you know, I'm not going, okay. Oh, now no. you know why. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> let's, let's have a seat, honey. <laughs> not on that couch. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so then we go back to uh, <laughs> this scene. This scene. 
So Neb lives in this awesome house, um, and she wants Rose to come out and hang out with her night. Then she sits down and turns on Doomsday TV. Oh, yeah. It's like every channel, they're just talking about the murders, and then some random channel talks about her mom's murder. It's like, oh, yeah. There's nothing else on but murder. <laughs> It's like that one scene Amazon with Amazon Women on the Moon. <laughs> so I feel like it's, so she has enough of that. Oh. God damn, I want to watch that movie so bad. So, I love that fucking movie. Then she looks over at one of the, the picture of her and her mom. And whenever I saw this picture, they're you know, they're both having these goofy grins. Like I always hate these canned pictures of actors and actresses. They got to set up for the movie. Uh-huh. They got to take up beforehand. Well, now it's <laughs> even worse because now they use all that. Uh, y- you know, they're they're using old pictures and piecing them together <laughs> to make it look like you know mm-hmm. Henry Winkler was raising. I don't know Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, they got a picture when Drew Barrymore was six and he was yeah, they, the font. They Photoshop, yeah, and they Photoshop them I, together. I, of course, you know, here you have, you know, in reality, here's a here's this photo of this woman who wasn't even in the movie. There's just pictures of her in the movie. Yeah, where her career went to shit. I don't even know <laughs> if she was ever in a flashback. No, no, she wasn't. She just was in a picture. Maybe I mean, if there was there was no deleted scenes on my Blu-ray. No, it was either she she was either the makeup artist. Or she's a very bitter woman right now. Yeah. She did not get a payday. No, she did not. Or a very small one because you have to have a war. Her, you have to have, uh, you know, a line in the movie. So she, her hands were, you know, her normally her hands are in like freaking, you know, Can't oil belay commercials. Yeah. Can't even get insurance. Nope. Uh, so uh, then we find out that, you know, Mev's uh, mother was raped and murdered a year ago. She was very... Badly raped. So Neb passes out. Um, she wakes up. Rose isn't there. Uh, calls Rose. Rose, I got out late. I'm going to stop by the Blockbuster. That brought back memories. Oh, I know. <sighs> the, All the scenes in the oh, Blockbuster just were depressing. just... I hated life. And I was like, oh, come on. I loved Blockbuster. Oh, my God. So you looked much. forward going to Blockbuster. You did. You looked forward going to Blockbuster. And I went every day up until the day it fucking closed. I loved Blockbuster. I love Blockbuster, too. There was just... You could always go and find something. Yeah. You know, whether it was something new or or even something old, whatever, it didn't matter. You could always yeah. fucking find something to watch. We'd always lose Henry in the back room. Remember, he would go in the back room. They didn't have back rooms in Blockbuster. Oh, they didn't. No. Where the hell did he say he was going? Then? Those were the mom and pop shops that had oh. the back room. Or the book. <laughs> they either had a, a back room <laughs> where you went through the... The uh, the old seventy style yes. like curtain yes or you would go or they'd have a book and you would open the book and it would just be the the, 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 the covers oh the covers it, you know the 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 VHS covers smashed down <laughs> through like a photo album <laughs> and you would go through it and it would just be the you know the front pictures of all these you know things how uncomfortable is that being the guy looking at the book well <laughs> I mean you did. <laughs> You did it. I mean, I wish I could say I did Ooh, it on that guy purpose. that porn tonight. Just to fuck with somebody. <laughs> but it, it, even, I mean, back then it would have just been, hey, you know, a cheap thrill. <laughs> I'm 17. I can look at the, you know, the porn book. 
the person giving the porn book to you gives you that look. There was no Pornhub, people. But you, but you realize that person, too, has probably looked at the book about 18 times well, yeah. that day. Can I get number A43? And he hands it to you with sticky hands. You're like, oh, shit. You open it up, and there's like this little tiny rubbery ball. You know, in the little track, you know, when the when you took the plastic boxes and you closed them, yep. they had the little nubs that came out and plugged into the, the thing to close it tight. Yep. So if you opened up the box right in that little hole, the little slot where the, the, the nub goes in, there's a little tiny plastic rubber-looking thing, somewhat a little dry and scaly. And you go and you're looking at it and it's like, oh, that's semen. <laughs> Turning up to 14 today. Um, where the fuck are we? Okay, see. She wakes up. Unlike my where, son, he had Pornhub. But she got Pornhub. Um, then she calls, so uh, then she gets a call from the killer. Yeah. Who sounds exactly like Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> so I was like, that's how they, they must have left the voice uh, the vibrator at home that day. Mm-hmm. Um she thinks it's Randy, who is like the horror, super horror nerdy guy. Um, and he's like, no, it's not me. And she's, she's kind of big and bad, goes outside and challenges her. What am I doing? <laughs> she picks her nose. She's picking her nose, <laughs> um, which was funny. Which, yeah, which, it was funny. Um, then she goes back inside, and that's when she is attacked by the ghost face killer. Uh, they end up upstairs in her bedroom. No, the ghost face killer. He was from oh, sorry. the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang. Ghost face. Then... Dun, dun. Um, so he this chases was Father Death. Father Death. Her. Sorry, Father Death chases her up to her bedroom. I don't even know if they had the name Ghostface until the sequel. I don't know. I don't remember them actually saying Ghostface until the sequel. No, it was a sequel. This is just the guy. And I actually think that they only referred to Ghostface in the Stab movies. Oh. Which is, you know, the Stab movies the stab was movies, the, 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 the movie in a movie in the sequels of Scream. That's right. And that's when they called him the Ghostface Killer. That's right. You're right, sir. Thank you for clarifying that. I think. I could be wrong. There's I was stab, wrong about stab, Paul Walker. Stab were the movies based off of the Scream incidents in the movie Scream. Right. So, um, so he chases her upstairs. He, she manages to keep him out of her bedroom while she calls 911 on the computer. Um, and that's when he just ghost faces appears, and Billy just happens to come through the window, gives her a hug, and a cell phone falls uh, out falls of his out pocket. his pocket. She she backs away with that <laughs> look on her eye, same look she had when she showed him uh, her titties. Um, and that's when former uh, WCW champion David Arquette shows up and arrests uh, Skeet Ulrich. Um, What's wrong? You you will be playing the character next time. I, that's all I'm gonna say. What the fuck, dude? I was very clear with your, my instructions on what you should be doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to that. Well, my question is, okay, my question is, oh, they, they all say the killer's iconic mask was a simple off-the-shelf Halloween mask. Craven and the producer found it at a house they were location scouting for. Sorry, okay. Um. Sorry. Of course, Courtney Cox shows up as well. 
because she's just all over the damn place. Yeah, she's everywhere immediately. She just is there. Like, she farts, and she's like a genie. She farts, and she's there. Yep. Um, Doesn't she talk about farts later in this movie? I think she does. I could have sworn she does. She does. Why doesn't... Did Star 69 exist around here? I would think so, yeah. It would have been like the height of Star 69. So nobody nobody thought about doing that? I don't know. I guess it just wouldn't have played well in the movie. Nobody thought about that. Nobody has a weapon in this movie at all? Nobody uses weapons, firearms? If they had Star 69, it might have been early in Star 69. I mean, Star 69 always kind of existed, but they didn't advertise that it was a thing because it cost money. It's like a dollar twenty-five oh, yeah. to use Star Sixty Nine. Yeah, so, so you know what? We could track down the killer, but that's going to cost. But it costs dollar for yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, know if Nev Campbell's worth it. Uh, now Rose McGowan. <laughs> Rose on the McGowan. Other Holy shit! You're going to get surveillance helicopters. But she never out got there. a phone call. No, she never got a phone call. She got some beer, but she never got a phone call. Yeah, and a horrible death scene. <sighs> ridiculously Rid- bad. Just ridiculous. We'll bad. get to it. Um, Maybe. So we're at the trace, uh, this police station, police station where they're trying to track down uh, Nev's dad. Of course, it's your stereotypical uh, police station where shit's going haywire. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just racing around, not having a clue what they're actually doing. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> Skeet... <laughs> what? I'm just thinking about Billy Loomis's dad. Oh, that's what I'm about to say. Talk about Billy Loomis's dad. <laughs> Oh, oh, pancake face. (laughs) Fucking worst, dude. (laughs) Looks like someone took a vice and crushed his head together. He looks like a full-grown... Well, you guys never watched Game of Thrones. He looks like a full-grown Tyrion Lannister. Peter Peter Dinklage's dad. (laughs) He just has oversized head. He almost looks like Mick Jagger and Tyrion Lannister fucked and shit out this guy. (laughs) Yeah, meanwhile, you have <laughs> Skeet Ulrich looking through the window, peering at Nev Campbell, because the, the victim of a crime is going to be put within 20 feet of the, the, the opposed killer there. It's, it just doesn't make any damn sense. Scenario. Scenario. I didn't think I actually, I didn't remember saying that that much. I guess I do. There's also uh, Give me a different word for that. Okay, I will. So Courtney Cox is, of course, there as well with her entire cadre of reporters outside. Meanwhile, McGowan just walks right in. Walks yep. right Like, there's no, you know, just come on in. We're having pizza. I'm punching pie. Nobody's going to fucking just, stop her. Just come on in the police station. It's okay. Um, of course, Dewey and the other, his uh, boss look at the Halloween mask. Um, there's a reference to... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Cox questions Nev when Nev leaves the station. And that's when Nev gets enough of her and pun- like and pops her, in pops the her, eye. pops Cox in the face. I think Courtney Cox looks better than Nev Campbell here. Uh, you, you're kind of right. I think that specifically in this scene and later in the movie. Well, later in the movie it makes more sense, but specifically in this scene, I thought she had too much makeup on. She had a tr- just like makeup caked on her fucking face in that scene for some reason. And she gets popped in the eye. Now, ra- for the rest of the movie, her having a ton of makeup on makes sense mm-hmm. because she's trying to cover up a black eye. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it shouldn't, I don't know. I've always been less is more when it comes to makeup. I agree. I agree. Um, so the following morning, 
We have Nev, who sleeps over at Dewey and McGowan's parents' house. Yeah. Dewey and McGowan are our, our siblings, and he's still hanging out with uh, in the house. And that's when they watch Cotton, uh, Cotton, played by Lee Schreiber, who's probably one of the biggest stars out of this entire movie. Um, his career probably is one of the best career trajectory paths there this movie. Pretty much. I mean, it, it took a long time, but, yeah. you know, especially once he finally got around to the Showtime show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it that really propelled him up. It did. It did. Um, so they see, like, a video of it's been one year since this guy killed Nev's. I mean, it's good news all around for Nev. Oh, good yeah. news all around. Um, oh, I'm, I forgot to say, the night before she gets a phone call from the killer at um, uh, McGowan's house. Remember that? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's this scene. I'm at, I'm at the following morning. I skipped over the scene. It's my oh, fault. okay, yeah. That night she's there, and the you know she gets a call. She picks it up. It's the killer, and then Dewey comes out in his underwear with his gun drawn <laughs> in the fucking house <laughs> and then picks up. I love that scene because then he picks up. Hello, <laughs> it's a great fucking. Yeah, he he's <clears throat> he plays the character extremely well. He does. He does, and he does play most characters that he plays extremely well. But he's always kind of playing a goofy character, so it's it's just more like pay, playing to your strengths. Right. So it's it's kind of hard to say he's a good actor because I don't really think he is. But he plays the roles that he gets very well because they're all kind of the same role. I agree. So I agree. Um, so the following morning, they're watching while they're all eating breakfast. You know, how you do in the morning, Nev? Here's your uh, the guy who killed your mother. Um, so Nev goes to school, where there's another war wagon reporters outside, um, and including Courtney Cox. Nev goes over to Courtney Cox. We see McGowan in his other outfit. This is, is this the red pants and the football jersey outfit? With oh, the, with the, with fuck the yeah, dude. This is the cutoff <laughs> hot, uh, fucking football jersey yeah, no, outfit. This, outfit. Is, this is... I'm watching this movie the other night, and I'm just like, God damn. What the fuck? That is insane. Yeah. I mean, later on, when, you know, she's wearing a thick-ass sweater, and you can see the nipples basically protruding through the sweater, that's one thing. But that goddamn halter top... Which is made out of, like, silk or plastic or something. Fuck, dude. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've seen shit painted on women less attractive than that. Yes, I agree. So, uh... That's when uh, Nev goes over to Cox, even though McGowan's like, don't, don't do that. And that's when Cox yeah, pretty, that's much, what she said. pretty much says, you know, your father, you know, uh, Cotton was framed. It was, you know, this whole idea that Cotton wasn't responsible for, they're telegraphing this part. Yeah. Um, wasn't responsible for your mother's death. Um, then they go into school and some asshole runs through the hallway wearing the scream mask. But then, who does that? I actually think that that made sense. It, it seemed like something that an asshole kid would do. There was enough asshole kids in high school that somebody would have dressed up like the killer and run around. Mm-hmm. I mean, they would have gotten in trouble, and they and he does get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I think it's believable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't agree with that. I think it's just good. okay. Seriously, I, and I'm, I'm not even joking. I mean, we brought up the whole Columbine thing. 
people dressed up as the fucking Columbine oh, yeah. kids. You're okay, okay, okay. The following I year at Halloween I and stand shit. Corrected. I stand so it, it was, it, you know, it's it's believable. I stand. Corrected, I think. Sir. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> so after that happens, uh, Skeet shows up because Skeet. they they release Skeet. I'm gonna call him <laughs> Skeet or Billy Loomis. They released Billy Loomis because she got the phone call last night. So you know what Skeet is, right? Shit. No. What? That's scat. Oh, sorry. Skeet is just another word for jizz. (laughs) Skeet, skeet, skeet. (laughs) The Russian word for jizz. I don't know. That's just a. It's a word that I've heard used for jizz. Oh, that, that big book of yours that you looked at. I got a big book of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and then Billy's like, you know, he wants Neb to get over her mother's murder. <laughs> just, just get over it. Just, just like and put out, bitch. <laughs> and of course, he just just like drops a line of be like, you know, yeah, my father left my mother for no reason. Yeah. Telegraphing that as well. <laughs> I know it's so telegraphed. It is. I mean, I don't know. It's worse than like the first the time I watched it. Of a national park. I'm not sure I picked up on it the first time I watched it, but it, you you watch it the second time and you're like, oh my god, they telegraphed everything. They, in this movie. Everything, everything. It's fine though because it's still just a horror movie. So uh, then there's a series of scenes with the Fonz in his office, um, Nev hiding in the bathroom uh, with a girl wearing a. <laughs> She comes out of the, the shitter wearing a cheerleading outfit. Yeah. And they're like mocking Ned. And there's like, no fucking way she's a teenager. No. She's I mean, like, you look at her face. She looks like she's 27. She starred a couple movies in a, a certain she, valley in yeah. California. She formerly was the uh, <laughs> artist known as Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> this, is her, this is her big breakout movie. We want you to put this cheerleader outfit. We're going we're to have you wear the Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> outfit. But you don't have to take it off this time. <laughs> Just act like a cunt. Can you do that for us? And then the hanger on. And then the hanger on. The less, a, the less, less attractive, attractive friend, friend that they always hung out with. Yeah, so they, uh, they talk about Nev Mocker, of course, because that's what they do in this high school. They just talk about Nev Campbell's character. But I think women are bitches, dude. They are. I really do. They, I think they are. women They're would do that. Evil creatures, yes. I thought that was one of the most... Legit scenes in the movie. Dinosaurs didn't go extinct; they just become female humans. <clears throat> yeah, never heard that before. I just made it up. Oh, okay. So then, of course, you know they leave. So she finally comes out of the bathroom, and then suddenly starts hearing things that no one else in the <laughs> world hears. Okay, I'm watching the movie. I think we literally rewound just to see if I missed something because she's like, who's there? What's going on? <laughs> Hello? It's like, what, what the fuck are you talking? There's not even a sound. It's like no a sound. I'm going to look in, look underneath. There's no feet in here. I, I mean, you're in a high school for fuck's sake. It's like there would be noise going on all yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. So why, what sound are you hearing in this bathroom? That's setting you off. Well, I know it was like Ghostface just hanging out in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. All just, the time, just waiting for because him to he, shit. she knew that he, she was going in there. That bathroom the specifically. Yeah. yeah. Ghostface was either having to take the longest shit in the world. And it's a, war, it's a just, girl's bathroom. Yeah. So why would he, you know, so he obviously went in there to wait for Nev Campbell. Yeah. 
Of course, it can't be Billy because she was literally just yeah. talking to Billy right before she walked into the shitter. Right. So at this point, it's uh, Stu. Matt Lynn who's in the fucking bathroom. Yeah, Stu. It's Stu. In the bathroom waiting. And Billy somehow convinces her telepathically to go into said bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom all the way to the hall. So, uh, to go- not quite take a tinkle, even though she went into the <laughs> toilet herself. <laughs> So she goes in there, and she comes out, and she gets all paranoid, and I'm hearing things, and I'm going to look under... I'm going to stick my face on the fucking floor yeah, in the girl's bathroom covered in piss twice, you know, because you know women are disgusting, They're and they just, just piss all over the fucking place. The floor, I mean, There's piss in the goddamn sinks. There's like piss everywhere on the fucking ceiling. Yellowstone National Park in pulling there. shit out of their vaginas and flicking them on the fucking ceiling. They're nasty. Disgusting pigs. They're nasty. Motherfucking... Women. Anyway, so uh, so then, of course, finally, you see the boots come down, which, <laughs> and then the jeans and the boots, and then out of nowhere, the the black the, the black frill comes down. It's like, what hey, the fuck? Prince comes out of the bathroom, <laughs> starts singing under the cherry moon, <laughs> causing Nev to run out. I like how he runs away from like. Could you imagine Prince and Michael Jackson coming out and just doing the Thriller dance? (laughs) 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 Oh, even better. I have fucking Prince, Michael Jackson, and Michael J. Fox come out and do the Teen Wolf dance. There you go, even better. The Teen Wolf dance. There's a freaking throwback. Teen Wolf. Fucking great. And then she runs out of the bathroom and... Slides across the shitty floor. Slides across. Kind of swings at her. Doesn't even have a knife. It's a scene right out of the fucking Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're all toilet paper stuck to him. And like the teacher in the hallway is like, "Well, the killer's right there. Will someone call?" Yeah, literally. (laughs) I'm. I go out of the bathroom, and instead of like, you know, the police are in the fucking high school. Instead of just screaming at the top of her lungs, she just goes back to class. Yes, because that makes the most sense. Yes, I'm not going to worry about that. Well, maybe she thought it wasn't a fake. Why would you still not do something? I don't know. Why would you not wait for somebody to come out of the bathroom? Why would you not, you know, see if it if they come out without the costume on or something? Anything. You're on the second floor of a high school. Let them chase you out into the hall. There's going to be other people around. Yeah. There was the one, I think it was a teacher that was standing in the hall. Sorry. Right, she that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and she teacher. doesn't do or say anything about it. It's the most insane fucking scene, you yeah. know. It's it's just horrible. So then we see Cox seducing former WCW champion Arquette. Yeah. Um, and now, do you outside. think that, that at, at this point in the movie, do you think she's sincere or do you think she's just you know using her feminine wiles? Information. I think so too. I think she's trying to get some information. I mean, because they do get together, but I think they get together more because he took a bullet yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah, I agree with that. So. Um, but as, as like all the kids are outside, that's when the Fonz informs everybody that there's a curfew and school is suspended. So everybody is freaking happy. Everybody yeah. is happy when they announce the, uh, the suspe- when it's suspended, but then everybody goes, gets all upset when they mention the curfew. The cur- they all get upset when the You curfew. have to put the microphone mm. to your mouth. And uh, there's reference of Sidney's dad being a subject. Uh, Fonz ends up getting murdered after he mocks the whole 
uh, mass thing. But before he gets murdered, there's a cameo by Wes Craven. Yeah, as the dressed up as Freddy Krueger <laughs> as the janitor. Yes, which I I love that. That is one of my favorite cameos yeah, of all time. Yeah, it's a great cameo. Uh, then we are at Nev's house and Rose and Never having a conversation about Nev's mom and saying, what if the killer is still out there? Like, could you, again, telegraphing the end of the movie. That is, that, yeah. is, that does change the horror genre here because they're just telegraphing everything. But I think that they're doing it on purpose. I mean, I know that's counterintuitive, but you don't like to tell, you telegraph things to kind of keep the dumb people in the movie. Okay, but at the same time, I think they're doing it on purpose in the script because, oh, because. they're kind of mocking what okay. old horror movies did. So it's, I don't know how much of it's being meta before meta existed. I was talking to him about that the other night. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this movie was the, kind of the beginning of meta. You know, that, that whole concept of, you know, breaking the fourth wall without breaking the fourth uh, wall. okay. Okay, and that 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 concept exists throughout this entire flick. Gotcha. I mean, obviously, all the way down to, you know, you don't know the rules of a horror movie, mm-hmm. you know, and all that shit. I mean, everything that they're doing, they're making it to be more realistic, and at the same time, they're you know, giving all these homages and and all this other shit to the past. Right. The you had I was it did the uh, comment of the. Um, the Wes Carpenter happened yet? Wasn't that earlier in the that movie? That was earlier, yeah. Yeah, so that was another Actually, one where that's they... That's right at the... Right there. Was and it at that scene? about um, that if her killer's still out there. Because she's talking... She's talking with... Uh, what was her name? Rose? Yes. On the porch. And they mention that Rack when passes. she starts walking away. Yeah, yeah, and she says that. She says it's like a Wes Carpenter film. Yeah. And that's obviously, you know, Wes Craven and John Carpenter. So... You know, you have the homages to Halloween. You have the homages to West Car- to uh, West Cravens to to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street to a lot of those things are just one after another after another. So they're kind of mocking it, but they're also kind of doing a throwback to these earlier horror movies that people love anyway. No, I agree. There's a lot, and that was on purpose. So. Uh, then we'll go to the blockbuster where Randy Again. Meeks is uh, putting away some tapes, and that's where Matthew Lillard, Stu, is inviting him to his party, even though there's a curfew. There's no parents around either. None of these parents, none of these kids have parents. Yeah, these are all except, high school kids. Except for uh, her father Ty- goes out of town. Tyrion Lann- Lannister's the only father, and he's a complete buffoon. Her father goes out of town. Uh, now, Dewey's parents are there. Dewey yeah. and what's her name's parents, but Matt Lynn's parents are completely out of fucking yeah. town. Where up, God knows where they went. And of course, uh, this is where uh, uh, Randy is like, you know, I think Billy's a killer. Yeah. And then they both completely turn on him and like act psycho- psychotic towards him. Yeah. And, and I, he goes down the hard, Randy goes down all the hard tropes of why he would be the killer. But see, this is a confusing scene to me because up until this point, it kind of felt like they're the gang of friends. How are we looking on time? We're an hour and 50 minutes in. 50? Yes. Holy mother yeah. of God. It's because he won't shut the fuck up. That's right. Um, all right, we'll zoom through most of this. Uh, 
when they're together earlier, it's kind of like a gang. You know what I mean? Like they all have, you know, the nerdy friend and the jock friend and the 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 funny friend and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then in this scene, it's almost like those two guys are together, mm-hmm. and he. I don't yeah. understand what how he fits into this friendship. I don't understand. It doesn't either. make sense. So it, it's just a weird scene altogether, but it is interesting that they had three separate scenes in the fucking blockbuster. It tells you how important important iconic. blockbuster oh was God, yeah. in 1996. Iconic. Think about another movie that came out right around the same time. Last Action Hero yeah. had multiple scenes in a blockbuster. Yep. So it, it's just interesting how in grossed we were with blockbuster at the time isn't it something so anyway go um let's move it then we have a uh montage of the town shutting down for their curfew yeah completely it's, unnecessary it's like, it, it reminded me of halloween three a little bit you know with the, the entire town mm-hmm. shutting down completely unnecessary but at this time the sheriff reports back to dewey because they got the phone scan of the phone yeah that they are all traced back to neb's dad so now he becomes the main suspect. That he was the one calling from uh, the phone. Yeah, but they even they even foreshadow that with you know can't somebody uh, clone the phone yeah. and all this other shit. So I mean they're even giving that away. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So then then we move this 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 final scene. It's the final scene. It's a very, very long final scene. 42 minutes of the movie take place at Stu's party. God damn, it's that long? Wow. 42 freaking minutes. It took took, uh, 21 nights to shoot. Um, The cast joke called it the longest night in horror history. Yeah. So uh, everybody's coming to town. That's when the top pop news shows up as well. Of course. I like this. The, The van follows Dewey to the party. And the van stopped. There's a scene of the van stopping, and a Doritos bag falls out. Yeah, he throws <laughs> the Doritos bag out the window. <laughs> and then he keeps going. Yep. I mean, the gluttony with that guy is just over the top. And I, I kept thinking of uh, Kenny Powers. Exactly. The whole well, time. Well, there's a reference of uh, somehow something about Kenny Powers here. Um, um, I, 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 there's a, uh, well, we'll get to it. I mean, it looks like Kenny Powers, you're right. Um, so it's so stereotypical. So we go inside the party of this house. It's a stereotypical 90s party, movie party, yeah. where the kids are all jumping around again. There's no parental influence. Everybody's Plenty of beer. Plenty, plenty of plenty, you know. There's plenty of alcohol. There's plenty of, you know, whatever you would want. Yes. And no parental advice. Exactly. It's Sodom and Gomorrah. It, yeah. And it's every ridiculous. 90s movie is like this. Like it's very true. When you're a kid. Can't right? hardly wait. Same yeah. fucking scene. When we, this was our age. This was our generation. Yeah. We're watching this movie like, where are these fucking parties at? Whenever well, they, I go to a damn party, everybody's dude, laying on the couch. I mean, we had that party, though, at my house. You think so? Dude, I, I got fucking blitzed oh. off of like a half a gallon of. Yeah, uh, that you try to have sex with your dad's golf clubs. It was a joke, but yeah, that and then I ended up getting like sick as a fucking dog, and then <laughs> threw up all over the place. So you guys threw me in the backyard and had continued to have the party while I'm laying in my own fucking puke out in the now, backyard. We took a garden hose to you. <laughs> we took a garden hose to you, sir. Yeah, and then we, you you accompanied me into the shower. 
Well, someone has to be your friend. Yeah, because Henry wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not going in there with him. It's gay. It's like, fuck you, dude. I, yeah. What, are you going to get that turned on and try to suck my dick, you fucking weirdo? See, that's what true friendships are fucking about. You know? Yeah, that's what it was. It was true friendship. That's why it was fucking... I did... I did, did jiggle in my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I had garden gloves on. <laughs> Is that what you the, call it? The tacky grip. <laughs> but we did leave him outside for 45 minutes. It was, I don't know how long I was Sprayed out there. Sprayed him with a guard hose. I was fucking passed out. <laughs> I puked. I passed out, and they just sprayed me down and left me out there. Yeah. And it was pretty fucking cold, yeah. if I remember. And they were like, oh, man, is he going to be okay? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. The party just kept going. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. So we had a we had a couple of those, man. Yeah. That one was pretty bad. The other one was the other one when you try to fuck your dog. The Welch's bear. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Welch's bear. Remember, I had like that four foot tall Welch's yes, bear. Yes. Yes. And I was joking around, fucking humping that. It was fun, dude. Were you there the night when? Uh, we were having that one party where uh, it was one of my brother's friends was there, and he kept on agitating the shit out of my grandmother. Yes. And then she's in her room, and yes. she's yelling at him. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she just keeps screaming, yeah. I know it's you! <laughs> and then we we go, I didn't know who went, I, I could have, it might have been me, I who, who the fuck knows, we're going outside and knocking on her fucking windows <laughs> in her room, we're such dicks, terrible people man, <laughs> terrible people, alright let's get through this man, <clears throat> and she never ratted us out, no once, she man. never, because she knew you guys were having fun, she was probably laughing her ass off, we just didn't see it, uh, Dewey comes in, of course he doesn't give a rat's ass, as Cox comes in, they're like, "Well, oh, the top top news story person here. She plants a camera. Um, yeah, the biggest camera, the biggest secret camera yes. ever. Then we get to the most depressing part of the movie. Did you spooge? No, I dropped the hip lid. Um, the Rose Gallon death scene. Uh, so um, Stu orders her to go get some beers. And we get a and nice big headlight scene. She's wearing this. Now, wait a minute. Trey has been waiting for this scene. Okay. The entire time. Okay. So you, Trey, you explain to us this in scene. She so walks into the garage. She goes out to get beer. I'm sorry. And she opens up the refrigerator, and for some reason they're storing eggs in the refrigerator in the garage. And that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> he sat here for two hours to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened? Yeah, dude, she he, she opens the door to get the fucking beer out, and if you look on the door hand, you know how they have those egg racks? Yeah. It's got eggs in it in the fucking garage. Why the hell would they have eggs in the garage? Cuz it's Easter time. It's not Easter time. And they're not painted. How do you know it's not Easter time? How do you know it's not Easter time? Because it was in the fall. Are you sure about that? Yes, because the leaves were falling earlier in the movie. All right. They were blowing through the town. Okay. Well, anyway. Then, uh, Microphone. Microphone. Then 
course, the killer shows up. Okay. The killer shows up and locks her into the... Or no. Didn't they lock her into the garage first? She tried to go into the room. She tried to go back into the house, and the door was locked. So then she, she pushed the garage, the garage door and, and, she starts and starts out, to walk out. The killer shuts it on her. The, the killer pushes the button, and it starts to close again. She turns around and sees Ghostface on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Come on. Okay. She goes up to him. I can't even remember most of it. Microphone. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, she just goes up and messes with him because she thinks that he's just she thinks joking it's Randy. around. Yeah, and they're they what was it? He plays. She the, does the whole she does the whole weird scene where she's basically like, you know, are you playing the killer? Can I be your helpless victim? And he just keeps shaking his head. It's a slow, methodical scene. It's actually pretty well done. I yeah. think it was pretty well written. I agree. Uh, she finally yeah. figures out, because he takes the knife out and slices her arm, that this is not fake. So she turns around. She she falls back. She drops a couple of the beers, and then she starts picking up the bottles and, and just flinging chucking them, at him. Right. Chucking awesome. them at his awesome head and scene. shit, which was a great fucking scene. So then she's trying to get out, and she goes through... The goddamn cat door or in dog a, door in the garage. garage. Now there's no dog door to get into the fucking house, yeah, but there's a garage. But there's a gar- there's it's one a, in the garage door, which makes no goddamn yeah. sense. So she's trying to go through that at the time. Then he turns around and hits the button, and the garage door goes starts going up. It's straining to re. There's no garage door in the history of garage doors that could do this. No, not ever. at all. Never ever. It would it's never just, even move to yeah. begin with. But even beyond that. There's nothing powerful enough that would raise, you know, lift a hundred pound girl. For one thing, she could, she could, she was able to fit through it because whenever they showed the scene with her through from the outside of it, both of her shoulders were through, and she's just basically just standing in there for no reason. Right. But then when they did the close-ups, it was at her neck, and one boob was sticking out. But when they were far away, she was completely through. So you're absolutely right. I mean, it was a fuck up in the film, but. One way or the other, it was supposed to be this good death scene, and it, was it really wasn't. And then, on top of everything else, when her head gets crushed at the top of the, it, it just looks really so bad. Fake. It looks so fake. It, it's a horrible, horrible, yeah, you know, mess. She deserves. Looks better. like she got. Hit I've with seen like better a in trauma. Something, huh? It looks like she got hit with like a bat or something. Kinda, and it just it it just doesn't look right. It, it's definitely too plasticky. It doesn't. It doesn't hold up well at all so anyway now this is over we go back in and you know everybody's sitting there watching the horror film and then somebody comes in and says the principal was hung up by the goalpost." yeah uh so you at know at the same time randy's ex- is, is reciting all the stereotypical tropes about Halloween. yeah you don't know the rules you yeah, don't know the rules about horror shit. movies yeah. so you know at this point like half the people in the party get up and take off. Meanwhile, Skeet never having sex upstairs. They make up. Well, Skeet shows up at the door, and you know Billy, or Billy start shows up at the door, and uh, Matt Lynn sends you know her up there with yeah. Nev Campbell, and they're upstairs fucking yeah. while all this stuff is going on. Right. Everybody takes off, and then. She sits there, and afterwards, of course, she's got the same melancholy look that yes. she's had the entire movie. Exactly. And, and she, then she's like, who did you call? <laughs> <laughs> Why, you were jail. 
you know, who was your one call to? Who was your one call? You know, because that's of course what you would be thinking about yeah, right after, after you, you get, fucked the guy. Virginia, and he's like, "Well, I called my dad's like, no, the station called the dad." Well, when I called mm-hmm. him, I didn't get an answer. So, and then it's just let go. It, it didn't yeah, make any fucking yeah. sense whatsoever. So then, what has to happen? Do I have to? Do I have to get killed for you to believe that I'm not a killer? Yeah. And then, of and course, he you know he bursts in and stabs him. Yeah, Ghostface bursts in and stabs him. Somehow, Niv Campbell manages to get out. Now we have a chase going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Meanwhile, uh, WCC champion Arquette and Cox go to find. They, there's a report about a car that looks like uh, Nev's dad being down the road. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kenny Powers is inside the van watching all this and just eating. Every scene, there's like a different, like, I'm not exaggerating. There's like, he's got Cool Ranch Doritos in one yeah. scene, then Cheetos. He's actually making a plane out of Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> he's eating Funyuns. He's just constantly eating just it through the whole eating, movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to, there's one scene where uh, Nev looks like he's, she's about to show her tits on the, uh, on the movie. But then Skeet stands in front of her, so yeah. she never shows her tits. No. Which goes to her not. And at the same time, they, everybody was down. Or it might have just been. Everybody had left at this point. Yeah. Where they're saying, oh, it's the time for that, for the shot, right? In the, in the horror movie on that they were playing. Oh, the, the obligatory tit shot, right. You're yeah. exactly right. They say, yeah. he's saying it's time for the obligatory tit shot, which is the PJ Souls shot. In Halloween, and at the same time, they then go right up to Nev Campbell, and he happens to walk right in front of Nev Campbell as she's sitting there topless. Um, and like I said, as she's getting dressed, she starts questioning who he called. Um, <clears throat> right. So then, so we have Randy downstairs by himself watching the movie. Um, then we have Ghostface chasing Nev around. Nev jumps out of the second story window. Well, what happened? How did the scene where he's sitting there watching the movie and the ghost face is directly behind him? Is that next? It was, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It was okay. after she had already fallen into the boat. Oh, okay. So she jumped out the window and fell into the boat. And I guess he went back downstairs. Yeah. And, and then. And he was about to stab. Yeah. And he's like, turn Jamie around. Kennedy. Turn around. Turn around. Randy's screaming to uh, turn around. And that's when Ghostface hears Nev scream outside and goes. To chase Nev. Right. Meanwhile, the fat bastard and all the different Cheetos is watching the tape on a tape delay. Right. He's thirty second tape delay. Thirty second tape delay. And then Nev comes up the door, like knocks on the door, um, and he opens it up. Randy, uh, uh, Kenny Powers opens the door up. He's like, "What? What? What?" And she's like crying, hysterical. Meanwhile, he looks over and he sees Ghostface behind Randy, but that actually happened a little bit earlier. Right, so he's yelling, turn turn around, around, turn around, while Randy's yelling, turn around, turn around. So, you know, at this point, we're basically doing exactly what is happening in Halloween is playing out in screen. Yes. So, you know, of course, he goes and, you know, by the time he realizes, oh, shit, it's a 30-second delay, he's jumped out of the van to go help Jamie Kennedy, Mm. And he's like, shit, it's a 30-second delay. And he turns around, and he sees that Ghostface heard her yelling, so he's left to come outside and turns back around and gets stabbed and killed. So now Kenny Powers is dead. Kenny Powers is dead. So (laughs) Nev Nev escapes to the van because he chases, Ghostface chases Nev to the van. 
um, Dewey and Courtney Cox are walking back from the car. Mm -hmm. They almost get hit by the kids tearing ass to the high school. Yep. So, um, so then that's when David Arquette goes to the house, ends up getting stabbed. Um, Cox tries to escape, but then she runs the uh, van into a tree or something. Yeah. Yeah, she's just driving hysterically. Mm-hmm. And then Nev gets into Dewey's car where there's this game of cat and mouse with Ghostface having the keys and unlocking one side of the door and then going to the other side of the door. Right. Um, and as she's you know panicking, she radios for the police. You can see the trunk opening. The trunk. I thought that was a pretty cool scene. Um, Then as she she escapes back inside, um, and that's when Randy and Stu... Both show up. Both show up. And and they're like, you know, both kind of accusing each other of being, you know, possibly being the killer. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, fuck both of you. And shuts the door on them. And kind of goes to shut the door on them, and that's when Billy comes down the stairs. Yeah. Um, so Billy keeps, you know, going at it, trying to con her into giving him the gun. She finally gives him the gun, mm-hmm. and that's when he starts his reveal. Yeah. Uh, and he starts saying, you know, well, you gave it up, so now you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, you know, at the same time, Stu shows up, and, uh, you know, this is all going on. They then take her into the kitchen, because they've, they've uh, taken out, Randy. Randy. They, 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 they take out Randy, got him in the shoulder. Shoot Shot him, the him shoulder. in the shoulder. He falls down, and then the big reveal of them being the killers. And, Together. And, right. like, what's the what's the uh, motive? And that's when uh, Skeet telegraphs the whole, well, your mom was fucking my dad, causing my dad to leave my mom, and it's a crazy parental abandonment. And then Stu's just like, oh, I just fell under peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a great line. Goofy peer. The fucking peer pressure. Line. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost the best line. The best line in the movie is Stu saying, "My mom and dad are going to be so mad." Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, definitely the best line um, in the movie. Yeah. Um, then they uh, then they go and get her dad, um, Nev's dad. They're going to frame him, and they're going to frame him by stabbing each other. Yeah. To make it look like they you know they were. But they get they a little too awesome. hyped. They up. get a little bit too hyped up, and, and Stu gets stabbed some deep wounds. Um. Ski gets pissed because Stu's blaming movies for making people psycho. Right. I thought that was something. Um, Stu goes to get the gun, but the gun is gone. Um, Cox has the gun. Tables are kind of turned. Um, but Stu somehow sees that the fucking safety's on, so he's not Skeet worried does. about it. I mean, yeah. that, that's what I meant. Ski does. Grabs Billy. the gun um, and then shoots... Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, she's Courtney who falls on top of Arquette outside. Well, while this is going on, Nev Campbell has somehow grabbed her dad and taken off. Taken off. And then she calls them. With the outfit, correct. Right. Then she calls them on on, the phone. On Stu's phone. Everybody knows everybody's phone number just like that. Right. Well, Uh and that's realistic. Back then. I mean, it was before cell phones had ruined our minds. And then they answer. Um, Stu answers and she plays the whole let's play a little game right and of course and Skeet's say, all pissed off who just called the cops yeah who just called the cops and Stu's having a meltdown that's when he's like oh, my mom and dad are gonna be pissed at me yeah and Skeet tries to find uh, you bitch uh, you bitch 
Uh, that's that's all. I think that's all he says for the last ten minutes of the movie. Is you bitch, you bitch, you bitch. Then Neb jumps out of the uh, the uh, closet and pales Skeet with the umbrella, umbrella, which is weird. Which is weird. Then Stu ends up chasing her around uh, the house. Ends up uh, tripping, falling, uh, and then Neb pushes the TV on top of Stu, electrocuting him. Which was kind of a cool scene. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Reminds me of. Uh, Dream Warriors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then uh, that's when Skeet ends up getting, and then the movie gets, ends when Skeet ends up getting shot by uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Didn't forget the uh, safety that time, asshole. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the final scare where he kind of jumps up and. You That's know, when Nev Randy's Campbell like, just yeah. shoots him in the head. And yeah, Randy's done. like, uh, never been so happy that I was a virgin. Yeah. And then Gail Weathers does her final report. And An then, eyewitness account. An eyewitness, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That is Scream. Yeah, I mean, it, I honestly did not think that this episode was going to go this long. I really kind of yeah. felt like we were going to go through this entire movie yeah. in like an hour and be like totally fucked. Because I was saying that to Trey on the way over, just like, what the hell are we going to talk about with this movie? And then we started getting into it, and it was, it it is, it's a crazy amount of shit to talk about. Yes, there is. Um, And there was other stuff. 15 minutes just to talk about the cast. Well, yeah, and on top of that, the music in this was so fucking good, dude. It really was, and it's consistent throughout the whole movie. Mm And any time that you can get a soundtrack that's consistent like that, like Natural Born Killers, or uh, or something that fits the mood of the movie, like if I don't know how much you actually like the zombie stuff. I do like zombie stuff. Okay, so you had the you got three from Hell came out just a month ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but bef- before, of course, you had the Devil's Rejects and the first movie. Now, the first movie I thought was. They said it was an homage, but I thought it was just a ripoff. I didn't enjoy the first one that much. The second one, Devil's Rejects, was fucking awesome. It was ridiculously good. And the, what made that, if you go back and watch the first one, the, 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 what is it, The House of a Thousand Corpses? Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch that, they use a lot of hard, heavy metal Okay. Yeah. Soundtracks make horror movies. And he, and he's really kind of aggressive and they're in control like the whole time like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they're in control. In the second one, they use a lot more of that uh, you know, 60s type of music where it's like, you know, free ride and yeah. and and that kind of music that's very, you know, uh anti-establishment, anti-Vietnam, those kinds of songs. Mm-hmm. They use a lot of that. And they only kind of get into the heavier heavy metal type stuff when they're in charge. The rest of the time, when they're on the run from the law, they're using that old 60s music. Mm -hmm. So it really kind of ebbs and flows with the way the movie goes with the soundtrack. And that's very and anytime you can do that in a movie, Mm -hmm. it's phenomenal. And I've and I've seen it time and time again. And this is one of those movies that is really set apart because of the music that they use. I agree. It's, it's really something that's set up. But then on top of that, like I said, the problem is is that you can't get away from Scary Movie. If you've yeah. seen Scary Movie... It ruins this movie. It kind of ruins this movie. Because you can't take it seriously anymore. And I, I, don't, I don't think this, li- this is the same level as the Halloweens, the Friday the 13th, in terms of true terror. 
I, I never well, no, scared. I think you're right yeah. to a degree. But I think that it, when it first came out, it was really kind of a... Uh, it, it, it was so new that it worked. Mm-hmm. But by the time you get to the fourth movie and then you start doing the MTV Scream show, which yeah. I watched the first season of, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even bother watching it after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really not... It's become like... You had this concept of a meta-type movie, which wasn't a real thing at the time. Like I said, meta wasn't something that came along until 2000. I know. We'll we'll end in a minute. Um, But the movies became movies inside of movies inside of movies. I mean, it was so, like, layered that it was... Two fourth wall type thing. Oh, yeah. And it it, it got way the fuck out there. So, anyway... Uh, All right, Trey, next time, Trey, you got to speak up. You got to speak up, Trey. You, you didn't do enough talking. Doing this. You got to do more talking. I mean, nobody's out there. Yeah, they're not going to pick on you. No, they're not going to pick on you. Not this audience. They all love pick their nose, pick our ass. So, um, next up, we have Halloween too. Is that right? Yes, I believe that our Halloween special will be Halloween too. Halloween too, which to is follow the, up with from last year. Yeah, and we'll try to do it in the same spirit as that as well. I Which think so. Destroying. I think it'll be easy. Yeah. Um, those movies are, I, you know, we both love those movies, yes. but they have their flaws. They have their flaws. So uh, make sure to follow us on the all the usual social uh, media channels, <laughs> SoundCloud, Skitcher, and all that shit. Um, until next time, enjoy the fall weather. We'll be back with our Halloween special, Halloween tip. <laughs>